Portia, hello. Hello there, Miss Amber. Hey, hey. Welcome to Amberfield. Dr. Amberfield, yes, thank you so much. Uh, welcome to In the Middle, where we are going to have a conversation about the lessons we are learning in the middle of what we are doing. So the whole idea here is that um, we may not have yet reached the goal that we have set out for ourselves, but we do see success as learning the lessons along the way. And what we've found is that those lessons that we've learned are even sometimes even more important than the destination that we are headed to. So welcome Portia, who is my bestie, my sister in Christ. Um, she calls me sister mom, I do. Uh, which is slightly weird. And my daughters absolutely love you. And um, I'm really glad that we get to have this conversation because I think it goes along with what we usually talk about every day anyway. Seriously. <laughs> So that people can get to know you, Portia, what were you in the middle of right before we hopped on this call today? I was in the middle of getting my life together. So I was like eating like a little small lunch and made me some afternoon tea and then like making a list of things I need to do because I've kind of fallen off the wagon. So I need to like compartmentalize things in my head. So I just made a list on a piece of paper. Not my phone, Apple Notes, but on a paper so I can conquer some things over the next week. Did the list and writing it down make it real? No, this list is probably getting lost in the sauce, but you know, it's the effort that counts. I'll, I'll find it and then get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Portia. Okay, so that is what you were in the middle of. Yes, you were taking care of yourself. So, mm -hmm. so we're going to talk about the what you are deeply in the middle of and the lessons you're learning. What are you, tell us what you're in the middle of right now. Hmm. I would like to call it, uh, emotionally, I am just trying to figure out some things about like my emotions, honestly. And I'm doing that through like therapy. That's like the intention of therapy, um, using like, like inner child work and also ACEs. You know, we talked about that before. Um, and then from there, also transitioning to, um, you know, like what are like what are feelings and you know like thoughts and things that kind of hold me back from like being the person that I'm truly designed to be. And then from there, you know, that's gonna be lifelong work. But how that can look and show up now in my life, um, pursuing a career path that I've been wanting to pursue for many, many years. I talk about it all the time, all my friends know. And um, kind of believing myself and taking that jump from like working in a nonprofit for like the past decade to now transitioning over to working in an outdoors. So the work kind of all goes into each other because it's kind of like what holds me back and why am I holding myself back? And then like, how can I then now for sure transition, which uh, may be easy, may not be, but you know, that's the journey I'm on right now. Thank you. Okay, so what I heard you say was that you were on this, you were in the middle of doing some emotional work and just an emotional transition for yourself to sort of unpack who you are and where you've come from and then how that impacts or how that, yeah, how that impacts who you're growing yourself to be. Yes. Does that sound about right? That sounds correct. <laughs> I love that you are getting, that you've been working on um, this career in the outdoors and 
it is uh, one of the ex many exciting things about you and you really do shine. So I'm so glad to hear you say that you're really working to make being in the outdoors your life work. Yes, yes. Right. You said you're in therapy, yay for therapy. Tell us what, um, what are you enjoying about being in the middle of this incredible transition? Um, I think it's allowed me to like learn about myself. Also like to face myself head on. I think pre-pandemic was always like worrying about other people. I love to cultivate community and like have people around a ton. I'm like a social butterfly. And I think I have, you know, clearly it's been affected by the fact that I'm not able to see people physically, but I've also just come to terms with this year of solitude, year of being by myself mainly. And um, in this year, then working on myself. So I think the biggest thing is kind of like learning like what, you know, what were some things I was kind of hiding behind? Um, and if we do, when we do go back outside, like, you know, what that would then look like. So um, it's just a, a season of, you know, who was Portia and um, kind of learning from there. Yeah. What have you, who is Portia? Who is Portia? Uh, she's scared, she's anxious, and she is showing up as confident, but she's also curious and literally the coolest person that Amber knows. <laughs> No, I like to, yeah, I like to tell, kind of tell jokes to kind of pivot, but yeah. I Oh, you, you know better. Wait, did you just say that you tell jokes to pivot? Yeah. Ooh, I like that realization. Thank you for putting that out there because I'm sure that people who are watching also can re relate to the fact that uh, when things get uncomfortable, you try to pivot with a joke. But I, I appreciate what you shared about how you're sort of holding a couple of things all at the same time. The fear and the anxiety along with the confidence and the and the faith to move forward. Um, I think that sometimes we feel like it has to be one or the other, but the way that you're sort of managing both of those or navigating the work that you're doing with both of, with all of those emotions also speaks to what I think is real. Yeah, I think, you know, the definition of being brave is doing things afraid. And I think that's important that we have to recognize that there's always going to be an element of fear when we're in the middle of something that we may not be sure how it's going to work out, or even like we're, we're not even sure what's going to happen. That fear is there and it can even drive us at sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Tell us, Portia, what is something that, so in the midst of this journey that has surprised you about yourself or um, has even just really let you know who you are? Um, I think the biggest surprise has been the solitude part. I think um, I present myself as a very extroverted person, but I remember in doing some inner child work, remembering that I think I was supposed to be very shy and introverted, but it was like something with my environment that caused me to not be this way. It was almost like a shame that made me like, all right, I need to talk. Cause if I'm gonna be quiet, people are not gonna listen to me and they're not talk to me, I'm not gonna be cool. So let me find a way to be expressive, typically with my words and my actions, if you will see me in person, it's very much, very loud. And um, I think coming back to myself during like periods of solitude has allowed me to be like, oh, like, I remember this little girl, she was very much like in a shell 
And I think that it's, you know, kind of shows the duality of my, like my personality. Like I can be someone who is outspoken and very out there, but then also like once I got to like really dig in and know myself, it's like, oh no, actually like you can thrive by yourself because like that's kind of what you really truly desire. And that was a very interesting thing because I always thought I needed to be around people and um, also like being along with your thoughts. That's a very hard thing to do. Like there's times I have to remember, like I can stop the work. So like on the weekends, I won't do the work. I won't journal. I'm not going to sit here and think about like what's triggering me or anything. Like you can stop the work because it's very much, um, it's not a destination. Like I would never be like, you know, fully healed or fully sure of all the things I'm seeking. So, um, you know, kind of taking away this whole goal oriented mind, that's also something that I'm kind of grateful for. I'm like learning how to be in solitude, get to know myself, but also be true to myself by saying like, okay, like you can actually take this slow. And I actually have been taking it slow and it's, it's been great. It's been a really great journey. Well, congratulations for that, Portia, about the journey to be on your own. Um, but you've grown from that. Yes, yes, yes. I think the realization. Sorry, go ahead. The realization of it like had to be known and just spoken and true. I think if you don't call it or name it, mm -hmm. um, it, it, it could get kind of sticky. Like it's like, all right, it's the uncertainty of not naming it was uh, something that I had to kind of deal with. And I think when you name things like, oh, so this is gonna be like a year or solitude, or like I'm gonna be in this for a while, that kind of helps. It doesn't make it easy. It just makes, it just helps. Wait, say more about that. How did it help? Um, I think if you're just like, you know, <laughs> if you, it helps because it puts like a framework about it around it you're not just like openly floating around and like um when you when you don't know what you're doing is is that also can be a little uncomfortable or you're just like sub subconsciously doing something it's like i'm conscious consciously living this or consciously doing this versus like not so if i name it i can like whenever i'm like feelings or thoughts arrive i can when i name it that helps tremendously versus just like wondering like what that is or even being like being so uncomfortable with it you can't deal with it I can I, you can I can deal with it now that I know what it is yeah Portia while you were talking I was also thinking and wondering um about you and, and even and for myself that when we're in the middle of something uncomfortable that when we name it does it help us recognize that it's not going to be uncomfortable like this forever. Yeah, for sure. And that we're going to get past this. These trials and these challenges will, will come and then they'll go. They can't and don't last forever. You know, this feels really hard right now. And this is really challenging me. I'm not going to be in this same place though, this time next year. I might not even be in the same place next week. Sometimes when I'm like at a down spiral, I think about like, what am I putting my trust in? Like, am I thinking literally if I solve whatever it is that I'm trying to solve for that I'm going to be okay? It's like, no, like that's not, like I kind of need to get out of that, you know? Like in the event that you do get like financial assistance, like is that really going to solve like your soul's yearning? It's going to definitely help, but it doesn't 
like just magically help things disappear. And that is something also when I'm like in the work that I'm doing in the transition is also like just not putting all of my trust on myself. I'm like, you know, just definitely like trying to pin on the Lord as much as possible because when I don't, it's like, okay, well, once I get this, I'm going to be okay. Once I get that, I'm going to be okay. And like, you know, sometimes I'm like in a space, in a place for something I pray for, and I'm still like spiraling down. It's just like, no, like take advantage of the fact that your needs are being met right now. And, um, you know, is understand like understand where that that, that where this came from and uh, like you said the trials and tribulations are going to still come but a lot of it is like internally so just wavering and like kind of getting past that has also been very helpful well thank you for that word portia <laughs> okay so we and I, gosh you've learned so many lessons and so many powerful lessons that it sounds like you need to draw on every single day to remind yourself um, so thank you for sharing those. So now I want to ask you about what's challenging and everything you shared up until now could also be challenging, but what has, what, what is most challenging for you right now? Most challenging, I think it's like imposter syndrome, which is so interesting because everyone who you probably, will probably watch this, who we have in the same community knows that I am an outdoor person. But I've never like fully worked in an outdoors, even though I like started my own company at some capacity and took people hiking for years and years before I even became a hike guide for the state. Um, so I think talking myself, that's like the, the biggest thing. Like I'm showing up at like webinars and trainings and things for individuals like in the outdoor space. And like, I don't know, it's like uncomfortable. It's like, can I really do this? So the, that's the most challenging thing, like getting past this doubt that I have in my mind. And I think the doubt comes from like, not the ability that I can do it because I have, but just the fact that I didn't really document it. I'm like, oh, if I started like a blog or a website in 2015, I probably would have been like an influencer for Nike or something, but I didn't. So I think um, that's kind of the hard part because people are just like, oh, what do you do? How do you do it? I'm just like, uh, I do all these great things and like, I can just tell you this, but I don't really have all the proof that I could. So it's kind of interesting. So I think that's a challenging part. Like how can I put like my skills um, to great use in a tangible way um, that will help me probably immensely get past the fact that I am equipped and ready for this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Gosh, you said so many things there. One of the things that you said was, um, so you talked about the imposter syndrome and being in spaces with people who are doing the very work that you want to be doing and looking at yourself and wondering, like sort of sizing yourself up against those people. And then when we're in the middle of something um, or, or in the middle of the, the transition that you're in, and I kind of, you know, it reminds me of being in this, you know, in the middle of sharing ministry. Um, just as a side note, I was looking at Instagram. Goodness, Lord, we know Instagram is just... <laughs> your favorite place no 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 where dreams can go to die right and I started looking at a number of different women women's ministries and are women who've started ministries and I was like and I had that little you know that little feeling in my chest like you know like oh wow look at their site and look at these bible studies these they've created and look at these journals and at the same time I thought well that's I think we can also hold and say that's great 
they've done, like they, they, they went through their process and they did that. And who's to say that we too won't go through that same process. You know what I mean? Like what we're creating is what we are specifically here to create. Mm-hmm. And timeline for us is different than whatever somebody else's timeline is. Yes. Right. And the fact that you even put yourself in those spaces is an important part of the process of being in the middle because it's saying you have a commitment to learning and seeing what other people are doing. Right. Yes. So I hear you that it's really challenging um, because when we're on our own timeline, like we want things to happen right now. I, you know, I want this I want all these ideas that are in my head and all the ways that I think I could be doing things. I want them to all come out and be executed right now, but that's not, that's just not the timeline. And I feel like that has to be okay. Yeah. And that's true. I think that you're kind of getting that, like when you're in the middle, a lot of that doubt can happen because like once the idea was first thought of, it was very much a lot of confidence in it. Right. But like in the middle, things kind of get a little blurry, you know, like you start off with a very concrete thing in mind, something that we're like equipped and powerful powerful to do and probably are already doing it but somewhere along the middle you're just like oh no oh no I can't do this like what am I thinking um and I guess like at the end we can definitely see like what that will look like like that dream that is now realized like you know it, it definitely can happen it's just like in the middle part I think things get a little squishy but you know I continue yes like you said show up I may lead a hike I may do you know a lot of things like in that middle part of it to continue going towards that goal but doesn't mean that like those feelings of like doubt definitely you know they creep in very easily oh wow I just thought of something that um is interesting that when we're in the middle and it may start with an idea of something that we feel really confident about But what's beautiful is that our ideas grow from there. And the more that we work on and speak to and stay true to what it is we see for ourselves, the more that it grows. You know, it sounds like you're being an incredible steward of this gift that God has given you to to love the outdoors and share the outdoors with more people. Mm -hmm. And so the more that you steward and respond to what he has shared with you and the gift that he's given to you, then the more he's going to give you. Mm -hmm. Those are those ideas that you're, you know, that, that he's starting to place on your heart that do feel scary because you're like, oh, wow, this is more than I had ever thought. And at the same time, when these ideas come up for us, I think that it also speaks to, you know, what we will, what we will eventually be able to do. There's something that we can look out towards and, and look forward to, then we'll get there. And I think like in our faith, we also can recognize that we may not know how we're going to get there, but trust that we will be able to, right? Like we, you got a vision. Mm-hmm. And we can trust that we're going to learn what we need to learn and take the steps we need to take in order to in order to get there but i think that we could look at as challenging as it is to have these ideas that feel bigger than we could have bigger than us <laughs> the fact that they are there i think speaks to what you've done so far and what you and how well you've stewarded what you've been given so far as well otherwise you could be stuck <laughs> You could still be working on something that the Lord gave you to do last month, but you know, but if, but, but I think that this visioning could really be speaking to 
being on a journey and being on a path in the and you're moving in the right direction. Exactly. And I love that. Like when, if you keep coming back to it, you know, in certain ways, certain aspects, like even in your, like in my unbelief, I won't say your, and in my unbelief, like it just continues to show up. So now it's just like, all right, Lord, like, what are you telling me? Like, what can I do? Or what should I be doing? I think that's a good thing for people who are out there. You're dreaming, you have an idea. You might let it go for a couple of years. I, I didn't hike in, well, I did hike in 2020, but I didn't lead a hike in 2020. You, I could, you take a break and like you still like come back to it. I think that's another thing to kind of realize. Like if something just keeps knocking at you and it's like relentless, like continue to show up. And like, regardless if that's like a year or five years or 10 years later, like just know that, you know, there'll be time when you're ready. We know that according to God's timing, we need to be ready and needed for the moment in order to be able to show up in the best way that we possibly can. Okay, Portia, so... Um, I love you so much. How can we pray for you? How can you pray for me? Mm. I think sometimes I don't even know what to pray for myself. So just um, that God would just reveal like what my prayers should kind of look like, like what are the things that I can pray for? for his will, because I think a lot of it is just always based off of me. I'm just like, Lord, please grant me this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, does he really want that for me? Or is that something I want for myself? Or do I already have it? So um, I think sometimes being in the middle is going to be like a little blurry on like what my needs are. So kind of praying that I understand what my needs are and like, how can I actually voice that? Um, yeah, just like confidence in myself to like truly believe that I am equipped and ready. I love that. We will absolutely be praying for, for that. I love how you said that you would even know what your needs are and that your prayers would be in alignment for God's will for you. Mm -hmm. um, we will certainly be praying for you in that way. All right. And so my last question for you is in six months, I'm going to come back and let everybody know what you're up to. And so in light of our conversation today, what am I going to tell everyone about what you're doing and what you're in the middle of in six months? Mm, I will be in the middle of Utah leading a group on a seven-day excursion through uh, one of their coolest national parks as a, a leader for a top sportswear organization. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay, yes, Portia. Okay, well, Everybody come back in six months where we can update you all to let you know that Portia is indeed leading outdoor excursions for a top outdoor wear company in one of the most beautiful national parks in Utah. And um, we might even film from there because that's clearly where I will be. <laughs> All right, Portia, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me about the lessons you're learning in the middle of your journey. And for all of you who are watching, thank you so much for spending time with us as well. We're all in the middle of something. And it's so important to take a moment to pay attention to the lessons that we're learning because they strengthen us and support us along the way and help us when we're in the middle of whatever we're in the middle of next. So go ahead, let us know what are you in the middle of and what lessons are you learning in the comments? Thanks.